Welcome back to Higher, everybody. But today it's Higher Special. Yes, the special, our favorite Tom. We can I talk know. about whatever we want. Whatever we want, because, and I'm going to steal from Trixie and Kanto here because it's our show and not <laughs> yours. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness me. But we haven't done one of these in a really, really, really long time. I mean, we've we've heard some feedback from uh, from you out there in the audience that the special episodes are actually really special to you. So uh, we bring back the format. We're re-engaging. Special episodes are special. I mean, that's what they're supposed to be, eh? (laughs) Anywho, well, happy post-Halloween, everybody. I hope that you had a really ooky, spooky time. Nikki and I just chatted about this. Nikki, how does this go down in Ireland? (laughs) You just had a funny conversation, yeah. Well, it's not so funny because it gets a bit scary in Dublin, actually, um, and people just fire fireworks off everywhere, and it's horrible. Yeah, that's pretty much what happens. No, <laughs> the <laughs> usual stuff, like, you know, you have your bonfires and things. I don't know what happened this year, but um, with gatherings because of COVID, I know last year was a bit different. It weren't allowed, but I think there was a few small ones going on this year. Um, and I did get pictures of all my nephews, all eight of them, nieces, nieces and nephews, sorry, not just nephews, um, dressed up, but they were going out uh, trick-or-treating, which we do as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a bit of a dark side to it in Dublin and in the city um, where kids get their hands on fireworks and start firing them at people and doing horrible things and putting them through post boxes and um, terrorizing animals and old people. And uh, yeah, it's just not nice. And we were just talking about that. Yeah, because they're illegal, but suddenly everyone manages to get them. So we probably will talk about that a bit later because we're going to talk about some political things and how things can be illegal and why maybe they shouldn't be illegal because this is what happens. It goes into the black market and then it's worse because people get, get into the hands of people that don't know what to do with them but you know quite interestingly what you just described sounds a bit like the purge (laughs) as a movie series (laughs) out of out of some hollywood studio and the the wicked and dark mind of some producer do you know the purge yes yeah where the siren goes and then you just can do whatever you like for 24 hours it sounds a little bit like this for us halloween was very much different because i grew up in a part of germany away from the bigger cities and uh my um my mother actually she has a she has a, a local shop on the local uh, weekly market which sells nuts and healthy things <laughs> and sort of nut mix and trail mix and what have you. Stop, so I want some trail mix. Yeah, so more often than not, the kids would come and exit very disappointedly at the lack of sugar. So eventually they stopped coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Tom, you do know it's from Ireland, right? Halloween. Like so many things. Yeah, I mean, just I just want to put that out there because a lot of people forget that it's from Ireland. I didn't forget. I was just never cognizant of of said fact. But you know, you come from Ireland, so good things apparently emanate from the country. So, because yeah, everyone thinks it's American, because they just go around to get sweets and stuff. But it's actually got a a longer history than that. So I let's put the link in our show notes so people can go and have a look and really <laughs> find out where Halloween, Halloween is from. We're not going to do a history <laughs> lesson in our podcast, but yes, <laughs> it's from Ireland. All of you out there. Well, I mean, that's also a lot of the Pilgrim Fathers are from Ireland, so obviously they would bring it with them to the US. Anyway, so welcome to this very special, special episode, everybody. We've got lots going on. We just want to chat a little bit about political events that we're seeing out there in the news. Um, talk about the show a bit, what's going on behind the scenes, what's happening in our own lives, our own careers, milestones, struggles. Um, and obviously do a few wee promos for some of the episodes that we had on the last couple of months that we absolutely adored and you may have missed. So, mm-hmm. Nikki Simmons, shall we talk about COP26? I mean, have you ever? 
Yes, I do want to talk about it. But my first question is, what is it for our listeners out there? Because you keep seeing on the news, I hear it in work all the time and all these different things. And we're like, what is this COP26 people keep going on about? So I want you to explain (laughs) because that's your thing. And I do know what it is, obviously, but I want our listeners to know a bit more about it, a bit deeper, because you know quite a lot about it. Oh, now I'm feeling like I'm on stage. And what's the difference between COP and then you have, we just had UNJ as well. So where Mm. did they connect and what are the differences? Well, at the end of the day, to me, all of these events that are surrounded that are surrounding the United Nations system, so UNGA is the United Nations General Assembly that happens every September, um, unless it's being cancelled because of coronavirus. Um, and COP26 is the, the conference of the parties. So um, all of the member states of the United Nations will send delegates and uh, heads of state and as much as possible to discuss current affairs. And so the COP26 specifically deals with, um, deals with um, the... Um, the outflow from uh, from Copenhagen and um, the Paris Climate Agreement and the, um, the Sustainable Development Goals. Where are we on the agenda? What have we achieved? What haven't we achieved? Um, and at the end of the day, try and set the tracks for um, for global for for you know a, heat, a reduction of global warming to um, 1.5 degrees Celsius or a maximum in the worst case scenario. Two, although the Secretary General of the United Nations was just on stage saying that's already a dream. So thank you very much. We're okay. too slow. Um, so yeah, so this is going down in Glasgow at the moment, and hilariously was live streamed on LinkedIn just now, and I saw that there was just over a thousand people watching this live stream. So I'd be quite curious to see if this is broadcast on live television as well, because with you know encroaching on the eight billion people mark globally, <laughs> only having a thousand people tune in about the future of this planet is slightly disheartening. Yes, a little bit, and that um, Paris Agreement you spoke about happened in two thousand fifteen, right? Mm. And in Paris, because they normally name those where where they happen, right? So do you know where we are with that and what's happening? I know you just said it, commitment is 1.5 degrees, but it looks like it's gonna, <laughs> that's kind of gone down the drain, which is very yeah. sad. I mean, if we want to be here all day, obviously. But uh, considering <laughs> this is what I said to Nikki as well, I'm just remodeling the, um, the apartment slightly. So the studio space that used to be very, very well cushioned is currently non-existent. So I'm recording from underneath a blanket <laughs> <laughs> for sound absorption purposes, obviously. So, um, you know, as the earth is heating, so is my soul and my head and everything. So I will just say in brief is we are still struggling to move from from talking the talk to walking the walk. Mm-hmm. Um, I do enjoy quite a bit that the language this year appears to be much fiercer and is also geared um, towards joint responsibility rather than sort of individual sectoral segregation. We often will say it's the private sector who has to act or it's the governments who have to act or it's civil society and just consumers who have to make the decision this year. The language is a lot more aggressive, which I enjoy. And um, Mm -hmm. it's one about joint and shared responsibility. Um, And the Prince of Wales just fell up a flight of stairs when he went to the podium. So there's also a good bit of comedy mixed into it. Yeah, you just said that about there. I'm reading a little, um, I read earlier about mobilizing finance together as well and also working together to deliver. This is one thing that kind of falls apart with these things sometimes because one country especially with the paris agreement was it was a bit of a fight between some countries right mm. some people were like oh, pulling out and they don't want to actually they don't agree with all the things um so that's kind of what they speak about as well is right how to make sure they work together but it's not often the case and we see that in general right so imagine being in that room where you're trying to get all those countries to kind of connect and think together that is pretty 
No, it really is quite, it it really is difficult. The other interesting thing that I found um, this year, and it's already made the splash in the news, is the level of corporate and country sponsorship. Mm. Um, And I'm talking about country brand sponsorship. So um, it's, I think there was one of the messages was um, COP26 sponsored by Italy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's so everybody needs sponsorship UK, you know? right? yeah it's very very interesting a lot of brand sponsorships are out there as well which is interesting because Sponsor a lot of the young, yeah but because of a lot of the young climate activists that are also speaking and they're inviting mm-hmm. all these external guest speakers are very feverishly fighting big corporate um, washing efforts and what have mm-hmm. you and i'm not saying that um, um corporate social responsibility is an effort of you know washing your vest and making yourself look good and every single case but it's a very interesting mix and i just want to appeal to everybody out there in the audience who's not currently paying attention to cop 26 just go to twitter whatever social you're using and um, look for that hashtag these are conversations that concern all of us and if you've been on the episode until this moment and you're wondering what does this have to do with the higher career podcast (laughs) well on the one hand i want to say not a whole lot but um, beyond talking about um the reason why nikki just to reiterate the reason why nikki and i started the show is because we want you to have a more fulfilled and more secure um, and robust career that you can um, leverage to um, become a vocal activist yourself about whatever values you believe in at your place of work and beyond because if we keep struggling non-stop with our nine to five we don't really have a lot of headspace available to um, to advocate for the things that we believe in. And so mm-hmm. these special episodes, we reserve for ourselves a little bit to talk about what interests us and what we think. Yes, about. and especially this. I mean, I didn't know much about it before, I admit, um, before joining Philip Morris. So we just, we you know, we do a lot of thinking about it and, and thought leadership and things like that. Um, so for me, it was really interesting because I was never thinking of these things like the UNGA for example was one of my first projects that summer I started um and it was really interesting to kind of open your mind and look at those things as well and also to have to speak to other people right so within the company then I was able to speak to different departments about it who may not have known about it or different functions or different types of people that I may not have spoken to before but I was able to have that conversation so like you said it's always good to know these things and to be able to talk about what's happening in the world um, and have your own opinion on it as well and Mm. try and work with the company you're with to help them to to realize their goals and what they want to do and what they need to do for things like COP and UNJ. Yeah, it's very true. So, I mean, from you know, a page from the the tactical book of reputation management, which is which is my domain, what uh, the United Nations as a general entity, then the General Assembly and things like COP26 do is they give language after which news cycles and the world sort of shapes the way in which they communicate about um, about politics and purpose and causes. And so from a reputation management angle, it's incredibly important to pay attention to the language that is being developed so that you can chime in and uh, have a have a, have a a piece of the action. But it's also a wonderful segue into what we also <laughs> want to talk about, Nikki, which is how we've sort of reshaped the show slightly after the first, I want to say, five months on air. Mm-hmm. Um, because we used to cycle through different industries very specifically, so entrepreneur, entre- entrepreneurship, um, corporate, creative agencies um, to show you all what working in it would look like and how to succeed in those fields. But with COP26 being here and with the world being generally speaking on fire and nobody knowing where the journey is going to take us, we decided to tilt it to not this is your dream industry, this is how you get in, but 
here are the tools and the skills that you need to find your own and to shape um, your own career to for it to become your dream career because we don't quite know where we're going to run in the next 10 years and what's going to happen to um, ways of working so mm -hmm. here we are exactly and again having some extra tools like you said um there in your tool belt ready that if you want to move or if you want to change or even change department if you're in a big company that you can like by having these extra things these extra skills that not everybody has so that's yeah definitely changed and and figuring out your own dream journey and, and like you said tom sometimes it can be within the company you're in even though you don't know about it yet mm. you, you know found your way yet um yeah so there's lots of changes and also we went down to two <laughs> from four to two oh, episodes, yeah, that's which true. was a big change because <laughs> it was a lot of work and um i think especially for you tom and i think that was something we needed to do at the start and also what we needed to do at the start was how we did it go through the industries but now we've evolved we're able to kind of we've got those foundations there that we can kind of you know go around a little bit through all the industries all the time i think that's really cool there's another thing that you mentioned, I think quite early, um, quite early on, there's so many platitudes out there of, of things like um, nine to five not suiting you anymore. Launch your side hustle, be free, liberate yourself. And it's just mm -hmm. absolutely everywhere on social media. We are bombarded mm -hmm. with the seeming ease of making making a big career transition or even getting started in your job where it's just like it's all about, you know, research X, do this, be presentable, be likable. And at the end of the day, life just doesn't play out this way and i think we were also quite avid and not wanting to play um not wanting to play into and preach to that particular choir because we're also cognizant of the fact that our show is not for everyone and um, we generally speak more so about and to people that have career opportunities um that start with uh, with uh, university education and degrees mm -hmm. whereas a vast majority the vast majority of the world population doesn't have that luxury mm -hmm. and doesn't have the freedom to choose that we always try to encourage um so we try to also tone this down a little bit and i think connect with our audience on a on a level that's a little bit deeper on more the sensation of being at work or not mm. being at work, which is why the intro is new because it's time to get ants stuck everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think one of the things is um, not to compare yourself as well, where you're talking there, I'm just thinking about things that are happening, you know, around us. We all look at other people, but, and especially like you said, we're bombarded by with Instagram and all those things about other people, what they're doing, how you should do it. You need to do this. You need to do that. And look at them. Aren't they great? Um, I think you just have to remember you're all on a, our own journey. We talk about this a lot, with especially coming out of, in, in the LGBT community. We're all on our own journey and moments that we come out are different. But it's the same in your career. Your moment to shine or your moment that will come. And it feels like maybe you're not shining at the moment. It's going to come. You just have yeah. to keep working at it and do the groundwork. You know, learning different things. Um, like we said, like, don't ever stop learning. Because if you do that, then you're going to stop because you'll be stuck. Mm. Um, so always try and learn, especially learn from other people, keep connected to people, build those relationships, and it will come eventually. It's not always the same. It's not like everybody walks out of university and steps into a you know, three-figure job, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. some people do, which is great because great for them. They've got, you know, it happens, but it doesn't happen all the time. And you have to remember you're, you're on your own journey, your own path. And mm. it, it, it may not happen as quick as you want, but you just have to don't, don't stop at it. Really. You have to keep continuing to learn. Like I said, every day is a school day, right? 
and you said it so beautifully every day is a school day and the other element of of this whole like what is life supposed to be is work a necessity is um that you have to do is it an enabler is it something that you get to do um which for me this is certainly the case but still we are brought up in this strange strange headspace where we are told okay go to school go to university get good grades get the job secure it hold it retire do a cruise which I'm not advocating for because environment, <laughs> um, and then you know bite the dust. And I just mm-hmm. find this absolutely horrendous. You know, whatever you do in life, there's always going to be moments of challenge. There's always going to be moments of moments of hardship, of setbacks. Um, but your life and your your career, your work um, as mm-hmm. an integral part of this, um, they are a project. There's something to to be probed and tested and played with and explored and and hate and love and relish and to i certainly want to extend feeling towards um, Mm -hmm. even the things that i that i have to do and for me personally that also means changing things up where i can and that doesn't mean doing a complete u-turn and leaving the Mm -hmm. safety and security behind but even in the show here and i'm going to do one now um recently i while i was editing i started to get bored (laughs) <laughs> and I hated the fact that I got bored with my with our baby. It was just so tragic. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> in the next episode, <laughs> I think I, it was with Carson where I just stopped it. I said, it's time for a promotional break. <laughs> you know, and th- these are really important. And in this particular episode, I would just love to ask everybody who's listening, pop over to our LinkedIn um, side. The link is down below in the show notes in your podcast player. Pop over to Instagram, send us a DM. We would love to hear from you about what you think of the mm-hmm. show. Are we being helpful and of service to you? We don't want to wax on philosophically about stuff. We want to give you really practical um, help. So help us make the show better and help us make the show the best thing that it can be. End of promotional break. You see? Brilliant. Where did you? I love your little jingle. You should do jingles. That's what she's doing. That's job she's <laughs> jingle maker imagine um but you just made me think about it as well like one of the points you had written down for this podcast was what's happening in our lives and mm. a lot of things just came into my head right then because you know we're talking about people stick being stuck or staying in a position or staying in a relationship or saying whatever it is in a country mm. that you don't really feel comfortable or you don't feel happy in don't be afraid to take that jump because, well, <laughs> well, I tell us, tell us, tell me what's happening in my life at the moment, Tom. You know very well, but we seem to do everything together, myself and Sandra, my partner, and we're, yeah. So <laughs> we're about to sign for a new house, which hopefully, like now I've said it out loud, mm-hmm. that it will happen in two weeks. But we're also having a baby, <laughs> and yeah, and like everything's happening at the same time. And you know, we're thinking about our jobs, our careers, and moving an hour away from Lausanne which is whoa an hour away it's not that far Mm. but it's still you know a big thing and I just said to Sandra yesterday I was like are we crazy like we're like we're crazy we do these funny things she goes yeah but we're living it's exactly what she said she said we're living we're trying you know if it doesn't work we can you know we're very lucky we can probably figure we'll figure it out you know but if you don't do it you're never gonna know and it's something that stuck with me there she's like we're living and it is true because you can get so stuck in in just being here and and going to work and doing whatever um and trying to save and all those things but then you don't make the next step um so yeah we've done that so we're having a baby soon we're also moving house all together at the same time and moving to the mountains yes you do (laughs) typical nikki simmons so yeah yeah so don't be afraid just go out there and try it is my real 
point that I was trying to make. Yeah, and <laughs> I can't believe you just announced the arrival of little papaya. <laughs> I know, February. It's now a grapefruit, apparently. Already? God, this beast, yeah. it's a vampire. It's making a bit of movement here while you're speaking. Maybe it likes your voice. Oh, no. Okay, I need to interrupt <laughs> the podcast because I need to just be all cutesy about that. No, it's going to move on. But this is typical Nikki Simmons fashion. And it doesn't really matter because we're talking about big things, you know, having a baby. We're talking about buying a house. These are also financial investments that, you know, cost yeah. money. But I think at whatever your means are and wherever you are, so long as you retain the spark of curiosity and just living and exploring and um, for me, it's always if I'm if I'm forming powerful memories about the things that I do, then I know I'm doing the right thing because it means mm-hmm. that I'm alive and awake. And it doesn't matter what that is. Like two weeks ago, I um, I said to my partner, I said, "Do you have a garden? Can I garden the garden?" And he's like, "What?" I said, "Yes, give me the tools. I want to trim hedges. I want to be outside. I want to get my hands dirty." And it was the most brilliant day, absolutely <laughs> fabulous. While he was sipping, you know, lemonade, obviously doing nothing. Oh, so um, you're going to be our new gardener, are you? Uh, see now I put this out into the world and it's immediately coming back to bite me be careful what you wish for people <laughs> brilliant thanks that's great yeah super super now we've got your we've got your your, your babysitter already organized Ben if you're listening you know we're ready um no but interesting things have happened this year especially to for, to, to us and to the show um part of what I wrote down into my vision deck for the different, you know, ventures that I wanted to create this year for myself. There's the consulting piece, there's the podcast, there's a couple of other things that are cooking. But part of that vision deck was actually um, build podcast that is helping people and that is having actually having an impact not only on careers, but vicariously the world through people have, having a greater impact at their places of work. That dear audience member is really up to you. Again, send us a DM, let us know what you think. Are we being of service? Are we helpful? Um, but also see if the this is something that we can make a living off of. And this to a very, in a small, tiny little fraction happened in September because Nikki and I were actually invited to um, <laughs> speak at a senior management um, team meeting from uh, from a company that we know because they um, listened to the show and they liked it and they said, can you come and do a talk about LGBTQ plus inclusion um, at work and what it means for the future of talent? What can we do as an organization to be good allies and attract the right talent? And that was a paid gig, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So that happened. And I also said uh, we want to have a I would love to feature on other shows because we do the interviewing and other people bring the thought leadership, but we've amassed so much information this year that it was time to give back. And so last year on the brilliant, brilliant, uh, last week on the fantastic, almost enlightened podcast from um, Alex Morin, uh, mm-hmm. which also link is down in the show notes. Please go check out the episode. It is absolutely delicious. And he's the best host on the planet. Please give him some love on social and subscribe to his show and what have you. Um, and yeah, so we had our first guest feature together as well. So in terms of, you know, success, milestones, struggles, the struggle is, you know, that of any entrepreneur at the moment, getting business, pitching. But mm-hmm. the past couple of months have really been quite milestone for me at yeah. the very least. How about you? Absolutely. I think it's great. And they they sound like for us, they're amazing. And maybe they sound small for others. But like for us, it was like they were big ones for us. Mm-hmm. Right. That was like tick off the box and yeah. we move to the next. And, and I think there's more coming. Definitely. For sure. And we're going to have some great guests coming up in December, too, which will help us to grow as well. And all these things that like people are are happy to come on the show as well because they've seen we're on another show for example or Mm. they've seen that we've been a part of this or they've seen that we've written about something that they're interested in so it's all about those little steps and like I said those little um extra things that you do 
you know, we're not just sitting around and, <laughs> and waiting for it to happen, right? We're asking people, we're, we're, we're writing, Tom, you're writing a lot and we're writing personally, but also you're writing for, for the podcast uh, uh, connected to your company, which really helps too. Um, and they're the small things that you have to keep doing and believing that people are going to see it. Um, because if you don't, if you don't do it, then no one's going to see it. Right. So it's all about that as well. And things do tend to come back. And we've, we've spoken about this in so many episodes. If you just put the word out that you don't have all the control always as to when you can, mm-hmm. I don't want to say cash back in because it's not about money in this case. Um, but so the, the person who hosted us on their show, for example, um, the LinkedIn, we weren't even connected on LinkedIn, but the LinkedIn algorithm gave him a um, gave him an article that I wrote. And mm-hmm. um, he reached out to me and said, this article really moved me. Can we have a conversation? I don't know why, but I really just want to mm-hmm. have a chat. And um, that's the power of the internet, where you do something once and it passively keeps traveling. And sometimes it just hits the right inbox um, and you get to meet people. So if you care about something, um, if you have uh, a skill set or an ambition, go on social and start writing about it. LinkedIn is a brilliant platform for Twitter as well, because it's the sooner you start building this footprint, um, the more it can grow and the more um, the more reach you're going to have and the more opportunities will come your way when you least expect them. For sure. Absolutely. So what else so, are we going to talk about? What else are we going to talk about? I feel like we've talked about 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 <laughs> plenty, haven't we? Uh, but just, this is just one last time, the last appeal to if you are there, if you're listening, the one thing that is that is difficult, at least for me, is uh, we're doing all the social posting. We're out on Instagram, we're out on LinkedIn, but these, these they're fleeting little moments, fleeting little touch points where we get a like or a comment. But really, my ambition is for this to become a community, um, a community of people that believes like we do, that we all have more to give than just our time working for, I want, don't want to say the man, the person. Um, and we would just really love to hear from you on on linkedin on twitter on uh, on facebook even or on instagram and just have a chat reach out let us know how you're doing let us know how you're feeling let us know what you're struggling with and we're going to try and help absolutely for sure i'd love to hear more from people and again that's where we love we love connecting we love understanding people's journeys and seeing how we can help as well so go for it send us a message do it okay shall we do it i'm gonna do (laughs) it okay wait 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 okay i'm ready are you ready Yes. Okay, three, two, one. Let's Let's go go get get it. it. Hey, 